Hi everyone and welcome back to Is It Queer? Happy New Year! It's really sunny today here in Brixton. I can see the sun from my living room, which is beautiful. And it kind of makes me forget for a minute that the world is on fire right now. But anyway, let's get straight into today's topic, which is something that's helped me over the last few months. And I thought, you know, it could be useful to share. Um, it's a practice based on one of the principles of the law of attraction that states that every time we let go of something, we create a new space that the universe will fill. I think this is the perfect time to get into this practice because it can help us with all our New Year's resolutions. You know, we're all writing down our goals. So let me know how it goes. Like, if you try it, let me know if it works. Um, I know that you might be thinking, first of all, what is the law of attraction and what has the universe to do with it? So let's take a step back. A few months ago, I can't remember what I was doing, probably work, but I was on my laptop and I stumbled across a blog that was mentioning the law of attraction. That's something that up till that moment, I had never heard of. So I remember, you know, there wasn't that much, but enough on that page to spark my curiosity. So I made a note and then I said, I'm going to look into this later. Then I did a bit of research and I found out that the law of attraction is a philosophy, a pseudoscience, a belief, whatever you want to call it, that's based on the concept that thoughts are a form of energy and that positive energy attracts success in all areas of your life. So we can actually manifest what we desire by using the power of our mind. Um, the law of attraction tells us that our beliefs, our thoughts, our feelings, they all have a great influence on what we attract into our realities and that those thoughts and feelings are also mirrored in the world around us. So that makes our mind an incredible, powerful tool. One thing real quick though, before I go ahead, it's important to acknowledge that what some manifestation gurus, maybe that's what we can call them, um, out there say about the law of attraction can be problematic. Uh, on one hand, we say that positive attracts positive, and I believe that, and I think it's a very good, optimistic attitude. On the other hand though, some people would say that negative thoughts also will attract negative things, um, you know, negative experiences and so on. I personally absolutely reject the second part because let's say that you are unwell or, you know, you're going through a traumatic experience. Of course you didn't manifest these events in your reality. That's bullshit. You know, it's such a, it's such a bad, toxic and even victim blaming take on it and that has no space in here. How I see it from my point of view, I just like how some of the law of attraction techniques are super simple tools that can help us shift our focus. I believe that everyone consciously or subconsciously chooses a lens, a filter to see the world through. Um, so this is simply the filter that I am deciding to choose to go through this specific time in my life and, you know, to decipher some of the events that are happening to me. So it's very, very subjective. Now, let's see how letting go of something can help us create a space for other things that are 
more in alignment with the version of ourselves that we want to grow into. I am a firm believer that a clear physical space can help us achieve a clear mind and that everything around us, from people to objects to situations to ideas, everything holds energy. So it's very important to be mindful of the energy that we are surrounded by. I think that the two main areas where we tend to accumulate clutter are our homes and our relationships. Um, Clutter to me is not just, you know, a pile of clothes that needs to be put away or a disorganized bookshelf. I classify as clutter anything that's preventing what we really desire from coming into our lives, which most of the time are either the limiting beliefs that we have about ourselves or some untangled situations from our present or our past that are not letting us move on. So let's see how we can actually declutter. Let's start from our homes. What can we do to make the energy of the places where we spend most of our time, especially right now, uh, better? Obviously, some people live with flatmates, some people live by themselves. So I would say to avoid making this process too overwhelming, just start with a room and then see how you feel about the remaining areas of of your home. Um, Start with the room that's the most important to you. In most cases, I think it'll be the bedroom because it's usually the most intimate space of our homes. So we want to make sure that it feels the best it can be. The first thing I would say is go through each piece of furniture and declutter the hell out of it. For example, start with your wardrobe. Do you really need all those clothes that have been hanging there for ages and you've only worn once? No, you don't. Um, Bookshelves. Do you really need that avocado recipe book that you got given at a secret Santa in 2016? I don't think so. Like, just give it away. Clear up the space and only keep the things that serve a purpose here, now, in your present. As Marie Kondo would say, yes, we get rid of the things that we don't need anymore, but we also need to honour them and be grateful for how they supported us throughout our journey. Let's not forget that all that stuff was there, it served a purpose, and now we are giving it away, we're getting rid of it, but we need to do that with the best intention and with the biggest feeling of gratitude towards them. So once your space is clean, once you've gone through every part of your room, light a candle, add a few plants, spray some of your favorite perfume on your clean bed sheets, essentially queerify the space and make it your sanctuary. To give you some real life example, um, when I moved into this new flat, I purposely left behind some of the things that I had accumulated over the last um, seven, yeah, seven years in London. I never had too many things anyway, because I would always make sure to go through this process of decluttering at least once a year. But I thought this time it was, it felt deeper. I thought, okay, I'm moving into the most life-changing chapter of my life so far. So what do I really want to take with me on this new journey? I left behind a lot of stuff that I was really grateful for, but didn't need to be with me anymore. 
I stand by my decision because I don't necessarily need a physical object to keep certain memories alive. I know that some people might be a bit more nostalgic and it's absolutely fine, but to me, I didn't need to have the physical reminder in order to to keep those memories inside. Um, obviously, there are some things that I will keep in a memory box and you know we can do that and sometimes if you feel like it just open it and delve into those feelings but generally I don't like to do that. Um, so yeah this was the physical material part of it like what I did physically to clear up the space around me and then more broadly in order to move into this flat I had to let go of certain limiting beliefs. Uh, to me, obviously, this was going to be the biggest deal, the biggest challenge, moving into a new space with flatmates. So I thought, how am I going to shift my mindset? And how am I going to be able to live with new people again? Uh, the limiting belief in my mind was telling me that I was never going to be able to find a flat that met all my requirements. And then most importantly, that I was never going to be able to find really nice people to live with because this is London and this is not how it works here. This belief came from my past because some of the experiences I had with random flatmates weren't the best. So I automatically thought that that pattern was going to repeat itself. So until I held that belief inside, every flat I would see would be so bloody awful. Everyone who lives in London knows that, one, you ha always have to pay a shit ton of money. And two, in most cases, you don't even get the basics. Like, you see all these ads on websites, the flat seems nice, and then you get there, and whoever is showing you the room or the place, they're like, oh yeah, sorry, we forgot to mention, uh, the toilet doesn't have a sink, so you have to wash your hands in the kitchen. This is a real story. Or, yeah... This is the flat that we have. Uh, but just to be completely transparent, every morning the neighbour would start screaming from 7 till 7.30 and we just have to deal with that. And I swear to God that this is a real thing that happened to me a few years ago um, when I went to see a flat. I think it was 2016. Yeah, something like that. But And I was like, okay, like that's not the best way to sell me the space. But anyway, at some point, I remember, you know, when I was going through this new process, um, it was the day of my birthday and I had this viewing planned. So the night before, I was very like, okay, I have to try it all. At this point, everything is game. So I got my journal and I wrote all the things that I wished I could find in my new flat and all the non-negotiables like stuff that I was never gonna compromise on. Stuff about the space and most importantly, stuff about my flatmates because I wanted to be with kind, loving and caring people, you know? So I, I wrote everything down and then I put the piece of paper in my drawer and I was like, I remember like trying to gather all the positivity that I had left in me and like trying to transfer it uh, onto that piece of paper and I was like okay let's see how it goes tomorrow and one thing I did before going to bed was to envision myself in a beautiful space with wonderful people 
then the day after, I go to see the flat before my birthday dinner and I was like, I'm just hoping for the best. Everything seemed perfect on paper, but from my experience, of course, you know, I was kind of like, at this point, I don't know. Everything is always perfect on paper and then it doesn't work. So I remember I get to the place, I run the bell and Amelia opens the door and I immediately feel this warmth of energy coming through the door. And she's like, hi, welcome. And I'm like, hi. And she's like, can we hug? And I'm like, of course. So she was super, super nice. She shows me around. We, and then we sit down. I meet the other flatmate, Tash, and we start having this really, really interesting conversation. And I immediately felt like I clicked with them. So then I left, I, I go to dinner and um, I said to my friend, I feel that is the perfect, that would be the perfect situation for me because the people who live there are amazing and the flat is really, really nice. So, but I didn't want to give too much power to that feeling because it was like, if I don't get it, I'm going to be heartbroken and I don't want to be heartbroken. So yeah, I kind of, I, I sort of like tried to forget and that was a Monday and I was going to get my response on a on an Friday and then a couple of days later after I saw the flat I messaged Amelia and I said I obviously know that you're still seeing other potential flatmates so I'm not here to ask you to pick me already but I just wanted to let you know how I felt about the space and it is a very it feels like a very safe and comforting space and I loved your energy so if you decide if you think that I could be a good fit I would be I would be more than happy to join the crew. She replied with something really sweet. And then a couple of days later, I got a message that said, welcome to the family. I cannot express the joy that I felt. Like still today, I don't have the words to express that feeling that I had inside. I was so fucking happy. And I know that that happened because at some point, that shifted my mindset and I was like, okay, I'm going to kick this limiting belief in the butt and I'm not going to let this affect my future. You know, I'm not going to let this affect my ability to find something that's really good for me. And then I'm so glad that I did it because that made space for two of the most important people in my life. We're not just flatmates, we are a family. And they made this place such a safe, comforting home for me. Um, we talk about everything. We express our feelings and opinions. We share opinions whenever we feel like it. I feel so loved. And I felt like that since the very first second. They did so much that even stuff that they didn't have to do it, you know, because I was, at the end of the day, I was just a stranger coming into their life. But they are amazing. And I know that moving into this space, into this atmosphere and being around their presence is allowing me to express myself in a complete new way and I love it. And I will be forever grateful to these angels for letting me share this journey with them. Um, so yeah, my advice, just remove any negative belief from your head because you can potentially achieve 
anything that you want. Now, this, is, this was all in regards to homes, but what can we do to declutter relationships? Here, uh, we're talking about any sort of relationship. We go from friends to partners, ex-partners, situationships, co-workers, whatever you feel like you're a bit stuck on. Um, relationships, as we know, they have lots of layers. They hold uh, lots of emotions. So we need to always understand what our feelings behind each relationship are. There is an episode that I remember from... Um, you know, I think it was the yeah the first lockdown when when we ended the first lockdown during summertime and then we were sort of free again and people would um, organize lots of barbecues and I heard someone saying wasn't wasn't directly to me they said to someone I knew between those people was like a colleague relationship and they were like oh yes I'm you know I'm, I'm organizing this in my place I'm very excited but um, I had to invite xyz and you know we're not really friends but then they've been in my circle of friends for, since forever so I kind of have to suck it up and I remember thinking like who would do that like why would you invite someone that you don't get along with or simply why don't you just talk to that person and a try to make the relationship better or just you know just be honest and say this doesn't work and that really stuck with me because I feel like so many people are scared of I don't even want to use the word confrontation because it wouldn't be confrontation it's more like dialogue sometimes it's okay you know sometimes it's best to be brave and just try to untangle those situations I believe that telling someone how you feel will never ruin a real connection I believe like I truly do that with communication we could sort even the most difficult situations even stuff that seems like oh no 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 like that went too far I still think that with the good amount of effort that can be sorted I also believe that in certain situations, you know, one when you try and try and try and stuff still stays the same, like the, the, it becomes stagnant, there is no moving forward. In that case, probably there is no need to go there one more time to express how we feel and what we think. Because if after a few times the issue still doesn't get sorted, it means that there is a misalignment and one of the people involved is more keen in sorting that than the other and that is just unbalanced. Um, I know that just cutting ties in a you know abrupt way might feel a bit harsh and lots of people would choose a more of a formal would prefer let's say more of a formal closure but sometimes not going there once again that is your closure. I know that some people might feel the urge to send that long paragraph or like a five-page email saying, uh, this is what you did to me, this is how I feel about it, why did you do that to me, da -da 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 -da. this is what went wrong, but please just don't do it. Like really, do not go there. First of all, 
99% of the time it's not worth it um, because you're just going to put energy and effort into something that is not going to give you anything in return. In fact, you might just feel shit after you do it because it's like, you know, like, I don't know, I, I, don't, I don't think it's a good vibe. And that's also, that's not how you're going to find your closure. I think that you're going to find your closure by shifting your focus from that situation or that specific person to yourself. So instead of saying, why did you do that to me? Or um, why did you act like that? Shift the focus and say, why did I act like that in that situation? Why did I let them say that to me without responding? And that will change your entire perspective. Uh, And trust me, once you start asking yourself those questions, the urge of pressing send will disappear. Also, one of the best pieces of advice that I heard this year um, that applies, again, to any sort of relationship, friendships, you know, whatever. Um, Whenever you feel the urge to communicate with someone who, let's face it, probably, you know, at that time, probably you shouldn't be talking. Instead of, again, sending that paragraph, just write down how you feel and what are the things that hurt you the most about the situation, that the person, and then make sure that you use those as benchmarks for your next friendship, relationship, your next job. So let's say that your friend used to be very distant, your friend would never call you back, would never invite you to any event, Um, you're going to write down, I'm going to have a friend who is loving and caring, who is going to want to spend quality time with me, and we're going to do this, this and that together. So just make sure that you have, that you visualize that, and you will get it. You will get it. It's just such a good exercise. And, and that way, you will know what kind of people you need in your life, and that's what you will attract. Um, this is such a game changer. I can guarantee it works, and it can be applied, again, as I said, to any situation, future partners, a job that you want. Um, just write down a list of non-negotiable things, put that list in the drawer, you know, that you previously cleared at the beginning of the episode and and, and wait for it to happen because it will happen. At the end of the day, when you think about it, these are all um, pure and simple life admin techniques, really. And for example, you know, and if you feel like you want to cut ties with someone or with something from your past, just do it. Uh, You know, you can just burn the bridge and allow yourself to move on. And then if that person wants to come back into your life, let them build the bridge again, let them do the work, and in the meantime, you're just going to live your life, you, you know, like, you should be doing your face masks, eating pizza, like, you should be focusing on yourself, and then if the intentions of that person are genuine, I'm sure that at some point, you will be able to reconnect. At the same time, if you feel like that communication could sort whatever problem you had with a certain person, a certain situation, also do it because there is no better way, uh, you know, like we always, always, always want to make sure that we find a resolution. Now, jokes aside, you know, like about 
bridges and stuff like that. But really, whatever you decide, whatever you, 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 you want to do, always, always, always make sure that you do it in the most respectful way. Let's not forget that we are talking about people. We should always be kind and we should always be grateful for whatever happened because if that person, if that situation, if that job was in our life at some point, it was part of our journey, so we should always honour it and we should always make sure that even when we close something, we should do it with the purest and cleanest intention. That is that is what changes everything, you know, always make sure that the intention behind everything you do is good and then that's gonna help you you know create space for new situations new people new friends new jobs and and never be scared because that's always gonna happen you know everything is gonna get replaced everything is in a, in a cycle so you will always find what you really need with this again we got to the end of the episode and let me know like if you ever tried any of these techniques if you if you're planning to try anything it would be really cool if you could share um, your experience with me and I will be back very soon thanks again for listening and ciao ciao